What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Podcast here on OTD. That is right, we've moved the Weekend Sports Podcast over to Off the Dome. Uh, hopefully, everyone's been able to make the transition smoothly. Uh, if not, I apologize. Uh, but yeah, this is how it's going to be from now on. So yeah, just get the word out there. Uh, today, I'm joined by my co-host, Lou and Carlos. Uh, Eric is out today, but filling in, we have uh, my good friend, John. So without further ado, let's start the episode. The Weekend Sports Podcast starts now. Speaking of the NFL, Le'Veon Bell seeking a new contract. Uh, As he should. Might be leaving after this year. And I don't blame him. As he should. They've been franchise tagging him for years now. As he should. He keeps getting promised this extension. I want to ask you, what's the likelihood that he leaves? I think uh, the likelihood is is that's different because, believe it or not, right? Because I'm not I'm not the wording's important. Right. I'm not asking will he leave because yeah. obviously if he had his choice, he'd be out now. I'm asking the likelihood that likelihood he's able is, to sleep out, like slip out. Well, if he had a choice, he wouldn't leave the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah. If he had a choice, he'd be getting paid playing for the he'll Steelers. Be, he'll be getting money. If he has a choice, is yeah. he gets money? Right. I think it's 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 weird because the thing with the Steelers is that they're they're very you know hometown mm-hmm. and and we take care of our own and all that shit and they know that they're not gonna be at a high performance level right. for a long time mm-hmm. right like Ben is already on his way out yeah, yeah and I feel like that might be one of the reasons he's not getting paid but the problem is they still want to sell jerseys yeah so of course they want him. So that's why I'm like, they might give in because they're like, look, if we're going to let go of these people, let go of these people, and we're not going to be good right. for the next five years, let's still find how to sell some shirts and how to... Yeah, like financially it makes sense. Right, it's so they might they might give them the money just to get some returns. Because I'm never, I just... When we think of like most valuable non-quarterbacks in the league, like Le'Veon Bell's at the top of that. Yeah, he's, he's the you know guy. He's that guy. And I understand the predicament. You also have to take into consideration that Antonio Brown is also on that team. I literally read my mind because that's the other issue. They got two MVP candidates on that team. Fucking Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. So it's very hard to pay both of those guys and then still be paying Big Ben that quarterback money. But like you said, if Big Ben is leaving and they see that coming and he's said it publicly a couple of times that he's contemplating it, then I could see the money very much becoming available to Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So if I, if it's it just depends how patient he's gonna be. If it's on Tomlin, he he's gonna give it to Bell. Oh, of course. If Tomlin's it, a player's coach. Yeah. If it's if it's the owners, they might depending on, on what that Ben situation looks like and all that stuff. But the thing is that Ben is already. And this is the thing. Even if Ben doesn't leave, they're not gonna be at a high. They're no. not gonna be high performance. Right. Because there's only so much that that type that type of build. Yeah. And a quarterback can give you. There's only no, so many he, years he could give you. No, he's taking yeah. a bunch of hits. And, yo, to his credit, he has been phenomenal. He's been relatively durable up until these past couple few years where he took some big hits. But I don't know, man. That team is just... They're in a weird spot because everyone knows they're still not better than the Patriots. Right. Even though that may change this year. Here's, here's another thing. Let me... Would you guys... If you guys had to give money to somebody there, right? So let's say that you did have a quarterback that was going to give you another five years. Yeah. Right? At a high level. Uh-huh. And you have to 
you have to give that money to either Bell or Brown. Who are you going to give it to? I think Brown would be worth it more than Bell. That's the thing. It's That's a tough decision. Antonio Brown is a top right. wide receiver in the league. Me personally, I would give it to Bell. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm working with that team, right? So it's either Brown goes or Bell goes. If Brown goes, I got Juju Smith-Schuster. Hell, I had Martavius Bryant up until this offseason where I traded him because he was upset that he wasn't getting enough touches. But hell, if I made this decision a year earlier, I would have had Martavius Bryant and Juju Smith-Schuster. My point being, receivers in that offense, as long as Big Ben's there, there's going to be some a lot of yardage to have. Not nearly as impressive and as fun to watch as Antonio Brown. But I can't replace Le'Veon Bell as easily as I can Antonio Brown. And not to say that AB is easy to replace. That's, no, that's my point. It's so, just, I got three receivers at all times. Look, on the look field, how weird that is. Whereas it, I only got it, the one it, running back. It's really hard, number one, because mathematically it makes sense. You have yeah. three receivers, yeah. but you don't have three running backs. Exactly. So mathematically it makes sense. Right. Antonio Brown is the one that's easier to replace from the two, or the less the the less hard to yeah. replace. If you want to, I don't even know if that's a fucking phrase, yeah. but that's the one that's easier to replace, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can get two receivers that can give you close to his his exactly. his, his performance. But here's here's the 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 a crazy stat that I, I saw the other day. I think it's been like twelve years or more than that. Since the last time that any team in the NFL rushed more than they threw. Yeah, no. Well, that's because that's the league today. You do what I'm saying? Yeah. So and that's why he's having such a hard time getting paid. Because so it's you, just a so rough market for going, running backs. So you're looking at that going, well, why would I pay so much for a running back if yeah. we're not even going to be running the ball that much? And I can get two running backs or three running backs and have a committee back there. And, yeah. and like... Me and John, we're, we're big Dolphins fans. Uh, John's in, by the way, <laughs> in, in replacement for Eric, who's not here. We're big Dolphins fans. We hated the Jay Ajadi trade. We got but, nothing for it. Right. Literally, but fuck nothing. Right. But in today's league, like you said, the running back position's undervalued. So especially if you have a coach that's pass happy with a quarterback that the organization likes, they're always going to rely more on him and say, yeah, we can just replace the running back because it doesn't really matter. And look at what happened. The fucking Eagles, the one that oh, got J.H.I. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah, even yeah, fucking yeah. need him. I know. They, they didn't, didn't even fucking need him. But they had they had him as a backup to... Yeah, Legare Blunt. Yeah. And 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 that's it, where it, the run it, game's going. No, and he, and he looked... Running back. And he looked good. Yeah, he looked good. He, he looked good when like he his to, first run was like 50 yards he, untouched he, he looked into good. the end zone all of a sudden went there and it, it looked like a, the steal of a century but I think that's where the league's translating where it's better to invest a lot of money in your O-line and quarterback and then just put whoever running the ball because like we saw in Dallas they had passed his prime McFadden mm-hmm. as a thousand yard rusher yeah. behind that D-line or D-line uh, O-line, O-line excuse yeah. me Obviously, you put Ezekiel Elliott in there; it's it's a whole nother story. But Dak we're gonna pass, too. yeah, we're gonna pass more than we're gonna run, anyways. So we'll get a subpar so running back, and we'll just have a really good O line, and they'll open the holes for them. You know, like there's a chance that Ajaji's out after a year or two there. So. Yeah, yeah, no, hell yeah, no, he's so, Blunt is already no, out. He'll be out. He'll be out. Yeah, huh? yeah Blunt's out. Yeah, he, he wrote out. He's on the Lions. Yeah, 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 they weren't gonna they weren't gonna pay him. I, I knew that, bro. But yeah, no, okay, as a quick side note, Ooh. the Rams. On paper, they should win the Super Bowl this fucking year. Dude, this uh, next year rather. I've seen teams this, like this, this upcoming season. It never works out. I don't know why. But Brandon Cooks. Yes. On paper, that's gonna be one Todd Gurley fucking team. 
Because you got mm. arguably like the number three running back in the league on that team in Todd Gurley. You got Jared Goff, who at least looked pretty good in the system. Gurley's my favorite running back. Yeah. I, I, I like I like me some Gurley. He's my number two, probably. Uh, but Brandon so Cooks. you got Gurley, you got Brandon Cooks, Cooks who Cooks signed season. the extension. You got Jared Goff, who could maybe even take it a step further. They, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought they signed somebody else for, for quarterbacks. No. no. They signed, uh, it was him? No. And now you, have to, Jared Goff, you also so have to look bro. at the defense. Oh, they no. got so from us. Minnesota. Minnesota is, is the, the one, one that... I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that got somebody else. Yeah, they, they their defense got a yeah. lot better too. You got, got Dominican yeah. Sue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Brockers. You got Aaron Donald, who's holding out right now, which might hurt the D a bit. But then you got on the backside, Marcus Peters and Akeem Talib. That shit is, that shit's rough, man. And they got some. They have a, they have a decent secondary overall. Like even if I didn't include those I li- two, I, I like that that secondary a lot. So, I think it's a, I think it's underrated and overlooked. Yes. when people play them though. So we're gonna we're gonna see about that. The thing is, there's these quote unquote dream teams that get assembled every off season, and it never that works was them last year. season. Do yeah. you think, ironically enough, do you think the expectation for them to perform has like a like a mental repercussion that they they, I, they feel that weight? I think only the first three games of the season. Yeah. Okay, I think, think some players that, are going to feel it more than others. I think after three games, if if they do well three games later, they're going to feel like the Cinderella team. Like, yeah, nobody's counting us in and look yeah, what we're doing. Right. And, and, and they're going to they're gonna ride that boat. I'll give you a prime if, example if they of go three why games and sometimes that isn't true. Mm. Last season, Kansas City. Yeah. 6-0. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then they just dropped off yeah. right after that. Right. And they got beat by fucking Tennessee in the mm-hmm. fucking Yeah, but Last that, ha- season, that happens every year, though. Yeah. Of course. I mean, for as long as I've known Andy Reid, his teams go 12-0. Yeah. 100%. And, and then, and then drop off the face of yeah. the earth. To answer your question, I think the mentality thing is going to vary player to player. Because a guy like Aaron Donald, he ain't going to give a fuck about that. What he cares about this season is getting paid. Okay. And he's probably not going to touch get the field paper. until he gets paid. <laughs> Feel me? Get that paper. And Dominican Sue, I don't think cares about team success because he's on a one-year deal. He's okay. more worried about playing well so he can get the big yeah. deal next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to re- You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's why he read up. That's why he went to this team for one year because, yeah. like, damn, there's a good team around me. I'm going to look great. Yeah. So I'm he's, car- he's caring about exposure. that money. Yeah. Marcus that Peters, paper. he might have a little something to prove. Akib Talib. Might have a little something to prove, but that's not going to impede them at all because of their play style. Lou, on the flip side, though, I think Jared Goff might have a lot of head games to play with. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's what I would see with the head games, man. That uh, like the whole mental aspect of that. I only see it really affecting someone like Jared Goff, who's okay. had one bad season and then one good season. So it's like, fuck. I'm really. Well. I think he'll have some pressure though. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how the 49ers do. Yes. Oh, that's his team. I know that's your team. You just got Carlos going. Now that they have Richard Sherman, Jimmy G. No, listen. I the thing with with, with 49ers and so the thing with with, with Niner fans, we we're a little spoiled as well because of the Joe Montana days and, and the Steve Youngs and stuff and such. Because we had those quarterbacks. I mean, we had Joe fucking Montana for yeah, Christ. man. Right, Steve so, Young and Steve Young after that. So you made Colin Kaepernick look like a fucking star. So what happens with, with, with 49er fans is that the 49ers can have an amazing team. And we had a really good, like we were like when Singletary took over, we were like, yeah, this is going to be our year. This is going to be the shit. Yeah, man. But until we don't feel like we have a quarterback, nobody's, yeah, nobody's relaxed. Everybody's like, no, they, we can have the fucking greatest team in the world. We don't have a quarterback. 
So once they get a quarterback, then they're like, okay, we take your time rebuilding. Yeah. So we're 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 comfortable. They're, they're looking good though. I like, but I, I like I, what they I, got. I did, I did want I did want that kid in the draft, and they took him right before. Yeah, man. You wanted uh, Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. linebacker. Ah, Bears scooped him up right before. Right before. Bears. Yeah, you guys got some fucking tackle. Yeah, on some bullshit because nobody. I don't know who the fuck yeah. thought that the Bears were gonna go linebacker. In that no, yeah, nobody. So, whatever. They, that, they're fucking lowered at that position. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There was no, like, there was no way of knowing. Everybody's like, alright, so that's good. Whatever, bro. But I guess they they were drafting talent. What do you think? You think you got the division unlocked this year? No, no. I think you got the Rams. I think, I think they have. I think I think they have to gel. Mm-hmm. I think they have to gel still. I think the Rams are the are the the. The first three games are going to tell you how that Rams season is going to go. Yeah. Okay. Like if the if they're a little flimsy, you might you might be okay. You might still they might still put it together. But if they're like if they totally bomb those first three games, then they're in trouble. You don't think they make it back? They're in trouble. They're, I think they're, the they're safe bet for that division is the 49ers. Is the 49ers? I, th- I think they're the safe bet. Right. Because right. we we've seen the product a bit. Right. Whereas the Rams is like. You haven't seen high reward, yeah, 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 but high yeah, risk. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, they they put all the all the marbles in, and and yeah. we'll see how it pays off. And then the Seahawks are, are worn out at this point. I mean, Russell Wilson's gonna have to play like a fucking yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardinals yeah. are in full rebuild, so yeah. there's there's a bunch going on that is. But that's why I asked. Yeah, know, that's got to be somewhat exciting. You know what I'm saying? No, it's just that. I mean, I guess it's one of those that's like uh, I don't know how the I don't know how. I mean, Cleveland fans are a little different. I, yeah. I don't know how anyone in the East felt when when this last NBA season was was going on. Right. Like, you feel good about your team, but like, you really think they're gonna take out the Golden State? Right. When they get there, when it's time for you, when it's yeah. goal time, you think you're gonna take out the Golden State? No, yeah, so I mean, then everybody might be like, you know, the Raptors were like, "Yo, we're doing really well," but you're not gonna, yeah, really. So it's one of those that you're like, yeah, the 49ers are going to do that. well. And you're like, yeah, but... But can we take out the Patriots? Are really going to go in the playoffs and really... You know, can, you know can we out... Yeah. Out, can we outgun Carson? Right. Like, games? are they going to go in the yeah. in the playoffs and really do things? Like, yeah. come on, man. So Speaking of the Raptors, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, yeah. To the Raptors. Oh, yeah. oh, I've seen a lot of stuff about that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so Kawhi Leonard to the Raptors in exchange for DeRozan. Mm-hmm. A couple other parts in there, but... Those are the two names. What do you think, man? Lou, what what you? Oh, hey, hello. Hi. Uh, what you heard a lot about this? Yeah, yeah. In, in the tweeter, on the tweeters, on the tweeters, is that because some we know that the way that the Raptors handled the Rosen, right? So the Rosen was their star player, and he took arguably a, the he, best player. He, in he that took history. he took a sixteen million dollar. Dunk. cut to stay Dunk. with the Raptors mm-hmm. and in the summer camp he went up to them and told them hey I've been hearing rumors and they were like no no no, no. We, we, we wouldn't trade you and they did nice nice I, I dig it you dig it I dig it I would do the same thing wow. <laughs> useless trade stupid what would you say the only one that benefits from that is the Raptors realistically speaking no False. So then, not useless. The one that benefits, I think, the most in this trade is the Spurs. I'm not talking about in in terms. Of, I'm talking about players. Hmm. Oh well, yeah, because you get player for player. Yeah, I'm gonna take Kawhi Leonard over fucking DeRozan all day. Yeah, and you get Danny Green in that trade too. My thing. I, is, yeah, I think that players because they got Danny Green. Right. Because yeah. I I think I think Kawhi and, and DeRozan are close enough that if you're telling me. 
I have an extension with the Rosen and yeah. I don't with Kawhi, I'll right. take the Rosen. Just Not to mention, the, just because of the security. Yeah, just because of the security. You're gonna make him better. Yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah. So, God, when I when I heard the news, honestly, I was a little, I was a little ticked off by it because, especially with that fan base now, and it's all attributed to Drake. I don't give a fuck what anybody yeah. says. He has that fan base feeling some type of way about how good they are. Fact of the matter is that franchise has belittled every single one of their superstars at least. Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, even though T Mac wasn't really shit with them, if I'm being completely honest. He wasn't he wasn't crazy, but yeah. he was he, he was he was uh, good enough though. And that, that franchise has never seen anything. He was so. he was good enough to to draw attention. Right. For everybody to be like, oh, he's gonna be the next one. Exactly. So that you talk shit about Vince for leaving because yeah. no one wants to play for Toronto. Yeah. You talk shit about T Mac leaving because no one wants to play for Toronto. You talk shit about Chris Bosch leaving because nobody wants to play for Toronto. DeRozan, your best player in franchise history. No other player is taking you that far in the playoffs before. Mm-hmm. Playing at the level that he did. Taking pay cuts to stay with you. Wanting to play in Toronto. The only superstar talent they've ever had that actually said, I love this city. I want to stay here. I'm going to help this team. I'm going to be the franchise player. Only player in franchise history to ever do that for that team. We're going to trade you for Kwa, who's already said he doesn't want to play for us. <laughs> so he's going to be out in a year. He's like, I'm out in 10 months. You traded the franchise for a guy that's out in the year and you're still not good enough to beat the Warriors. Yeah. I you think, know what I'm saying? Well, I think that, you know, I don't know, man. I know it they, comes off as harsh because the winner of that trade no, I think the thing on that, paper there's, there's, is the Raptors. The thing is that we're looking at it as fans of the sport, right? We're not looking at it as, as a business, right? So exactly what they said, both players, right? They're, they're, you're not looking at it as, a, as ain't a no business. loyalty. You don't know if the Raptors are like, we just want to get rid of, of DeRozan's contract. So the way to do that is acquire an expiring contract. Okay, I guess. You know what I'm saying send it, send them to the West, get an expiring contract, Jeez. and then and then be free of all all the debt that you have. After this season, do you guys think that uh, Kawhi Kawhi is going to join LeBron and the Lakers? Fuck no. I don't know. Honestly, Fuck I think no. those reports are maybe a little overstated right now. Fuck or do you no. think he would rather go to the Clippers? I think he's going to the Clippers. Kawhi wants to go to LA. Kawhi, Kawhi said, I want to go to LA. Kawhi doesn't give a fuck if he's playing for the for the, no. for the Lakers, for the Clippers, for, for the, the Sparks. The <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't give a shit who he's playing for. He just wants to go to LA. So if the, if the But he doesn't want to play He'll with He'll take the fucking charges at this point. He doesn't give a shit who he'll play with. But he doesn't want to play for... Well, he doesn't want to play with LeBron. So I think he'll end up in the Clippers. Yeah. Either that or some team's going to come in and sue him in like with some real fucking charm. Maybe Houston yeah we'll do something you know what i'm saying if they if they move some pieces around and then all of a sudden you... if carmelo was to go to houston would, would it be for a year yeah well, yeah that'd be yeah. a year yeah. experiment the yeah, only be... way it's longer than that is if he plays phenomenally well with both harden and chris paul on the court and what I, if i think it'll be a year something because... involved there like after their contracts expire that you know i think that carmelo plays for if he goes to houston he plays for a year because i think everyone that's capable is prepping for Kawhi. So I think yeah. that that they'll be like, okay, we, we've got to make some moves. we got to make some moves. If we didn't make it happen this year, then the Chris Paul experiment's not really working and we're paying a lot. This yeah. is not working and we're paying a lot. Carmelo's not working, we're paying also, a lot. Also, a great compliment to James Harden would be Kawhi Leonard. Exactly. So they're like, yo, we can, you, you know you know, James could run point. Yeah. Let's, let's keep him. Let's move Chris. Let's move Carmelo. Let's bring in Kawhi. I don't that. think Carmelo would be good on Houston. 
I feel like I it's just he, too he's many, a ball hog enough as it is. I think it's over in comparison to both Chris Paul and James Harden, who are already budding he's honest, heads. He's honestly better off going to some team that has no shot because at least you'll get paid somewhat decently. Yeah, you get the ball. Get, yeah, you get the ball, man. Like, like uh, I, I see Melo going out, kind of how AI went out, where it was just like you know how I see Melo in, in in the in the post NBA years. I see him in China like Stephen Marbury. Well, AI played in China too. China in China, Stephen Marbury's a god in China. Yeah, he is. And that man's at least 130 years old. <laughs> he's at least at he's least. a god in China. With Melo, I think it's his his time is over, so he can go. I don't. It's true what he says. I don't know if he is capable of being a role player. He's yeah, not. He's never been. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he's capable of making that. I think the only OKC, guy that can convince him to be a role player. It's not going to work yeah. in Houston. The only person I think that can maybe convince him to be a role player would be like LeBron. LeBron is the only and one. That's the only one. LeBron. And even then, yeah, LeBron's you know, the only one that's like, "Yo, stay in your lane." Exactly.